Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. The United States, Egypt, Israel, and Qatar concluded talks on a Gaza truce without making progress on Tuesday, February 13th. Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi held discussions in Cairo with CIA Director William Burns and the Qatari Prime Minister, with the aim of reaching an agreement on a ceasefire in Gaza. A statement released on the Egyptian State Information Services website emphasized the commitment to ongoing consultation and coordination regarding key issues, suggesting that no significant progress was achieved. Notably, the Egyptian statement did not reference Israel, and concurrently, the Israeli delegation departed Cairo and returned home. Israel aims to root out Hamas terrorists hiding in Rafah and rescue Israeli hostages believed to be held there. However, despite plans for a military operation, no concrete evacuation plan has been presented as of yet. The Israeli military has obtained CCTV footage showing Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar inside a tunnel beneath the southern Gaza city of Khan Yunis, accompanied by his wife, children, and another unidentified individual. Sinwar was captured on camera on October 10th by a surveillance system installed by Hamas, according to IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari. The IDF has reportedly been conducting operations in that tunnel in recent days. Troops are seen in a video giving a tour of the tunnel where Yahya Sinwar, his family, and other senior Hamas officials sought refuge during the war. The video reveals that the tunnel is equipped with two bathrooms, a well-stocked kitchen, a sleeping area, and a separate room identified by the IDF as belonging to Sinwar himself. Soldiers discovered a safe within Sinwar's room containing millions of shekels and dollars in cash. Furthermore, the IDF spokesperson stated that family members of Hamas terror leaders have been apprehended by the IDF, noting that these relatives are, quote, providing us with a large amount of intelligence. South Africa announced that it had approached the International Court of Justice, the ICJ, to assess whether Israel's proposed expansion of its military operations in Gaza, specifically into the city of Rafah, necessitates urgent additional measures to safeguard the rights of Palestinians. This action comes after the ICJ's recent ruling, prompted by a case initiated by South Africa which directed Israel to utilize all available means to prevent its forces from engaging in acts of genocide against Palestinians in Gaza. Israeli Finance Minister Bissal Smotrich, known for his ultra-nationalistic views, is obstructing a U.S.-funded flower shipment destined for Gaza due to its intended recipient, the UNRWA, the UN Relief and Works Agency. This development is significant as U.S. officials view it as a breach of commitment that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu made directly to President Biden several weeks ago. Number 2 on Tuesday, February 13th, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson's office announced that the city of Chicago will not renew its contract with ShotSpotter, the controversial gunshot detection system, and plans to discontinue its use later this year. The system, which employs an artificial intelligence algorithm and a network of microphones to identify gunshots, has faced criticism for its inaccuracies, racial biases, and instances of misuse by law enforcement. An investigation by the Associated Press into the technology, which is deployed in approximately 140 cities, highlighted a case in Chicago where a man was arrested based on limited evidence provided by ShotSpotter, only to be later released due to insufficient evidence. 
Chicago's current $49 million contract with SoundThinking, the provider of ShotSpider technology, is set to expire on Friday, February 16th. City officials intend to phase out the use of ShotSpider by late September. In a statement, the city emphasized its commitment to redirecting resources towards proven strategies and tactics aimed at reducing violent crime. They plan to engage with the community, violence prevention organizations, and law enforcement to identify effective approaches that enhance both safety and trust. During the transitional period, law enforcement and community safety groups will evaluate various tools and programs and offer recommendations for improving public safety in Chicago. Number three. Federal accident investigators are advocating for the retrofitting of current aircraft with improved cockpit voice recorders, CVRs, following a recent incident involving the loss of crucial evidence during a jetliner's door panel blowout over Oregon last month. The National Transportation Safety Board, the NTSB, announced on Tuesday, February 13th, its recommendation that the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, mandate the installation of CVRs capable of capturing 25 hours of audio on many existing planes, a significant increase from the current standard of two hours. While the FAA proposed late last year to implement the 25-hour standard for new aircraft, the majority of the existing fleet would remain uncovered as airlines typically operate planes for many years. CVRs are critical in recording conversations between pilots and other sounds within the cockpit to aid investigators in understanding accident circumstances. However, in the case of the Alaska Airlines Flight 1282 blowout on January 5th, vital data was overwritten after just two hours. NTSB Chair Jennifer Hamandy expressed concern over the lack of CVR audio, emphasizing that it impedes investigators' ability to comprehend the challenges faced by the flight crew during emergencies. The NTSB revealed that since 2018, at least 14 investigations were hampered due to recordings being taped over, including instances such as seven runway close calls in early 2023, which Hamidi deemed unacceptable. Following a near collision involving an Air Canada jet at San Francisco International Airport in 2017, the NTSB had urged the FAA to mandate 25-hour recordings on both new and existing planes equipped with a voice recorder and a flight data recorder, collectively referred to as black boxes despite their characteristic orange color. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.